0: Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, April 29th, and I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Our top stories, Amazon. Apple and Ukraine. Amazon, did the company meet expectations on all fronts, and when is Prime Day? One a day keeps the doctor away. What did Apple's Tim Cook have to say about China, COVID, and demand? And this country is now on board for an oil embargo. Let's talk about it. Amazon fell in after-hours trading. This after the company reported operating income below expectations for Q1 and set cautious guidance for Q2. The e-commerce giant reported a net loss of $3.8 billion, with revenue meeting expectations at $116.4 billion. The price hike on Amazon Prime and Q1 had a limited benefit. Cloud business came in strong. AWS revenue came in at $18.4 billion compared to $13.5 billion a year ago. Advertising revenue was off at $7.9 billion versus the $8.2 billion that was anticipated. The company's CEO said the cloud business was integral in helping companies weather the pandemic and move more of their workloads onto the cloud. He went on to say that the consumer business has grown so much that in two years, they've had to double the size of the fulfillment network that took Amazon 25 years to build. Now on to the big question I told you that we'd talk about. If Amazon mentioned it, when is Prime Day? The company revealed that Prime Day will be in July. As soon as we know the exact date, we'll tell you about it right here on Wall Street Breakfast. Apple. Tim Cook made it clear that Apple is not immune to the challenges caused by, you guessed it, the war in Ukraine and the COVID-related disruptions in China. But he also noted the great confidence that he has in Apple's teams and employees to handle the issues that result. He said there's some reason for optimism that the situation in China, speaking of the lockdowns due to COVID, especially in Shanghai, may not be as bad as they once thought. Factories are open again and production is ramping up but the chief financial officer wasn't as rosy as Cook saying that in June they'll likely see the impacts on revenue caused by supply constraints due to COVID and silicon shortages. The value of the constraints is between four and eight billion dollars. However Cook did keep it real when he said that Apple could recapture some of the demand lost due to the lockdowns but some of it may be lost forever. Demand for the iPhone was strong in Q one generating more than 50 billion in revenue and what was the reason the iPhone 13 now an update on the war in Ukraine. Germany is now ready to stop buying Russian oil. Germany was opposed to sanctioning the oil and gas trade. This now clears the way for an EU ban on crude imports from Moscow, but it won't happen with the flip of a switch. It'll likely be a phased-in approach. This is so Berlin will have enough time to secure alternative supplies. Countries like Italy, Austria, and Greece are still cautious about the economic impacts of the embargo. All 27 EU governments would need to approve the oil ban. As for new NATO members, Sweden does not plan to hold a referendum if parliament proceeds with a NATO application. The prime minister said there are a lot of confidential matters in this regard that cannot just be put on the table. The U.S. will support both Sweden and Finland if they decide to join the alliance. If that happens, Russia has already threatened to deploy nuclear weapons in the Baltic Sea region. REITs to the rescue, investing during a rate hiking cycle. The Fed has finally admitted how hot inflation is running and we could now be looking at multiple rate hikes over the next several months at a minimum. This means a rough go for certain groups such as technology. However, there's one asset class which has shown to outperform during rate hiking cycles, real estate investment trusts. Over a two and a half year stretch, the Fed raised rates 17 times. During that time, REITs REITs outperformed the S&P 500 by more than double. Find the highest quality REITs now at SeekingAlpha.com. Other stories to look out for. Elon Musk sells nearly $4 billion in Tesla stock to fund the Twitter takeover. With the sale at $44 billion, that's only $40 billion to go. Not much, right? Someone tweeted Thursday that he had been selling stock and he replied, saying no further TSLA sales are planned after today today, meaning Thursday, of course. And Intel says issues around the world will continue to have an impact on the chip sector for years to come. Intel results topped Wall Street analyst forecasts, but there was a slightly disappointing sales outlook. These stories at SeekingAlpha.com under Trending News. Taking a look at the markets at 6.20 a.m., Dow S&P and Nasdaq futures are all down. The Dow is down 134, the S&P is down 30, and the nasdaq is down 139 and crude oil is up at 106 on today's economic calendar at 8 30 a.m the employment cost index at 10 a.m consumer sentiment and at 3 p.m farm prices. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thanks for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to seekingalpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and the Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. I'm your host, Julie Morgan. Go out and make it a great day.